Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings. And always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com. Hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Ali's taken the day ill. She's not feeling well. That's what they'd say overseas. She's taken ill for the day. She's not going to hospital, but she'll be staying home ill today. Probably back tomorrow. Um, you watch the show Love is Blind on Netflix. It's one of those dating reality shows. There's a bunch of them on Netflix. They're original reality shows. It's on season two, but basically the contestants, they meet, they form connections. They don't even get to see one another, so they talk. They can see, like, a silhouette behind a curtain. They don't even know what each other look like until they ultimately end up getting engaged once they lay eyes on each other. It's one of those types of situations. So one of the contestants from this season, Jeremy Hartwell, is suing Netflix, saying the conditions behind the scenes are awful. How awful, you say? He says that they're keeping them uh, drunk, starved, and sleep deprived, says that they're denied food and water, but supplied with plenty of alcohol. She's saying that the isolation that they do for the contestants, because they'll put them in their rooms apparently and lock them in there for hours, it says that messes with their emotions and their decision making and makes them prone to emotional manipulation. So he claims that they're also paid less than minimum wage. Less than minimum wage to be on a Netflix show? That's jacked up, especially considering how many people watch Netflix. So he filed this class action lawsuit and wants other contestants to join in. I don't know if they're going to or not, but he's saying that the conditions were just not good. And I've always wondered that about these shows, because they can't possibly pay them. I mean, nobody's watching the show for Jeremy Hartwell, right? They're watching it because some people are getting to know one another and possibly getting married without even seeing one another. That's why people are watching the show. They're not watching just for him, but, you know, they'll watch a show like Only Murders in the Building on Hulu because they'll put Selena Gomez on that and she'll get paid a lot more money than these contestants, obviously, because she's Selena Gomez or Steve Martin or Martin Short. Like, those guys, they pull in people and they can justify the big salaries. So these people on these reality shows, I don't think they can justify big salaries, but they should have livable wages, right? They're on TV. Something. Netflix is a big company. They're even going, Netflix, by the way, they go into the uh, ad-supported version of Netflix later this year, so Netflix is going to be fine. They'll have the money to pay their contestants for things like this, so I hope that's not true. I hope he's maybe just reaching for fame. I don't know this guy, but if it is true, then I hope that he gets what he deserves, you know? 103.7 KISS FM. What's up? I'm Riggs. Uh, Allie's not feeling well today. Take the day off. And I was like, yes, whatever you have, please don't bring it here. It's not COVID, but it's something that I don't want and nobody else wants. And reinforces the fact that if you don't feel well, if you're sick, just stay home. Isn't that always been the rule? Um... Do you practice table manners? First of all, I'm wondering if people even eat at a dinner table anymore. Is it still a th- I mean, it's not a thing that happens in our house because it's just me and my wife and a dog. We don't have kids. So the two of us, when we eat dinner, it's typically just at the couch with like the coffee table is where we eat dinner. We have a dinner table, but we don't really use it unless we have one or more people over at our house and we're like entertaining or we have a family or friends over or another couple or whatever. So we don't really have any 
tableside rules, but I clicked on this article that said that adults are breaking tableside manners. And I was like, is this still a thing? Like manners at the table? Things like not putting your elbows on the table, which seems like such an old school rule, but apparently it's a table manner that is often ignored by adults. Putting your elbows on the table. I've always heard that, but it just sounds dumb. Like, I'm going to rest my tables. I'm going to rest my elbows wherever I feel comfortable, if I damn well please. If I'm a little sleepy after I've been eating and drinking a mug of gravy, I'm going to put my elbows on the table and relax a little bit. Why not? Is that considered rude? I guess so. According to this, that is a very rude thing to do, along with eating before everyone else starts, is a big rule that adults apparently break. I can I can get get down with that, especially if you're at a restaurant setting with maybe five or six different people, and your food comes out first, and someone else's food comes out second, and then like the server has to go back and do like a second trip. I'll always wait to eat. I feel like that's rude to just start eating unless you're the other person that's waiting for the food. Then then they usually go, no no, just go ahead and start eating without me. But I can't. I feel weird. I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm I'm chewing with my mouth full, and you're not eating. I feel like that's rude. That like something that's a good rule that you could have at a table. Does, so if you eat at a table, do you have manners that you have to follow? Like rules at the table that are enforced. 414-799-1037. I'm pretty sure I know who's on the phone right now. Good morning, Kiss FM. Who's this? Ryan from Alabama. Ryan from Alabama, man. What's up, dude? Not much. So at the um Ryan from Alabama residence, you and the wife and now two kids. Yep. What do you guys eat food at? Do you eat at the table? And if you do, do you have like rules, like table rules? We do try to eat at the kitchen table as much as possible. Right. So we really don't have too many rules other than um, don't shovel the food into your mouth. You know, like where you're putting your face and your plate and you're just like, you grab it with your utensil like a shovel and you just shovel it in. Sure. And you're just swallowing the food like a duck. You're not even chewing it. Right. 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 That's our biggest pet peeve, I think. And then chewing with your mouth open. Oh, yeah. You know, that That's one of my biggest ones, too. So. I'm not good at that. I'll try to talk while I'm eating, but then I end up uh, choking, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> and it goes down the wrong pipe, and it's just bad for me. So. Well, yeah, that's when you just got to wait. You, you know, you take your sip, wash it all down, and then you then you finish your conversation. I know, but sometimes do. the conversation is so good, I can't, I can't stop. I have to keep talking, and the food is so good. It's like, which one do I focus on? I have to do both, talk and eat. It's a, it's a, it's the oh. curse of working on the radio and having yeah, to talk for so. a living. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ryan. That is a good curse. Thanks for calling, dude. It's good to hear no from problem. you. Have a great yep. day. Uh, good morning, Kiss FM. Who is this? Jay Novel. Jay Novel. I don't. We don't have a theme song. You haven't called five days in a row, so I can't no, play no, one no. for you. That's all right. You guys, do you eat at the table in the Jay Novel household? Yes. yes, we have several several rules. Okay, what are your table rules? No hats. What's that? No, no, no hats. No hats at the dinner table. Is that yeah, something no. that is that something that's always been a rule, like in your family, handed down to you? I have three boys. Okay. So no, we're not wearing hats at the table. Why is that? Just a respect yeah. thing, kind of. For sure, for sure. No elbows on the table. Okay. No devices at the table. Devices meaning cell phones, tablets, any sort of technology. Any type of distraction, man. Right. With four kids, this is our one opportunity to sit together and enjoy one another's company. You guys actually eat at a table around one another. Correct. Okay. So that's like your family bonding time. You still do that, and that's yeah. still like a part of your family. That's that's a tradition that you has probably been handed down to you from your family, right? 
It's, it's important, man, because our kids, as soon as they're done, they want to get the heck out of the house and go back <laughs> to doing what they were doing. So that 30 minutes is very important. For right. Do you make them talk? Like, they have to give more than one-word answers? Oh, no, it's a natural conversation. I mean, we all love each other, but it's like, all right, dinner time, let's go to the table. How was your day? Good. What did you learn? Nothing. Nah. No. Unacceptable. <laughs> no, we, le- we learned a long time ago not to ask those questions. Right. No yes or no questions. You didn't learn anything today? Where are my tax dollars going? Oh, all right. gosh, no. So you do eat at the table, and you do have some rules, like the no hats and everything. All right, I can appreciate For that. Sure. Jade yeah, they rinse. Yes. Go ahead. It was... Oh, no, and then they rinse their plates afterwards. Just make sure they make it easy for us when we wash the dishes. Oh, nice. You're raising some fine humans in the Jay Novel household, sounds like. <laughs> we're, we're doing our best, <laughs> Keep it up, man. Salute. It's right. 103.7 KISS FM. Lizzo drops a new album tomorrow. Exclusive listening party with our girl Julia on the Odyssey app all day tomorrow. Download the Odyssey app. It's free, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and it's, it's very easy to find. Just search for Lizzo. On the Odyssey app. You don't have the Odyssey app yet, really? A-U-D-A-C-Y? Yeah. Download it. It's free. You can listen to us when you get to wherever it is you were going. Allie and I, we always post the show afterwards, the podcast. You can catch up with it. So, Odyssey, make sure you have it. That's the only way you can hang out with the exclusive Lizzo listening party tomorrow on Kiss F- with Kiss FM on the Odyssey app. So, imagine this, right? You're on a beach. It's a nice, beautiful day. All of a sudden, you hear sirens going off. You look to your left and you realize, holy crap, that's a nuclear power plant. And then you hear this. Attention, there is a problem at Seabrook Nuclear Power Station. I heard someone over a speaker say that there's a problem at the power plant and to stay away from the beach. And I thought it was scary. People started coming out of their cottages. They couldn't believe, you know, what we just heard. We're seeing, like, people run off the beach. We're pretty, like, scared at that point. That was obviously not here because of the guy saying, coming out of their cottages. That was uh, in New Hampshire where it happened. But... There was a nuclear power plant. This ha- this could happen here when they test out alert systems. I don't know if they have that at like the Oak Creek one, but they were just running a regular test of the alert system in this nuclear power plant and accidentally set off an alarm telling people that there was a problem and to evacuate a beach. So people are obviously very concerned because you see a nuclear power plant, you're like, is this bad? Should we leave? Is it even okay to leave? We're close enough to this thing right now that we might get hit. I don't, I don't even know what would happen. The nuclear power plant situation. Who knows? But everything was fine. It was a total mistake. They were apologizing profusely to the people on the beach. And hopefully every other nuclear power plant in America will learn from this mistake. You had one job, Phil. One job. To test it internally. That's the outside button, Bill. Way to screw it up for everybody. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. All right. Allie's not feeling well today. She's taken ill, as they would say. She's taken ill. Maybe back tomorrow. We'll see. I said leave that junk at home, yo. I don't want to get sick. It's not COVID. Not COVID. That we know of. Whatever. So, Britney Spears was out driving around her white Mercedes and runs out of traffic on the 101 freeway. So, cops get a call around 10 o'clock at night of this Mercedes just blocking one lane of traffic. So, when they get there, there's Britney Spears in the backseat of some random person's car that stopped to check and make sure that she was okay. 
So they get up and there's two cars. And they look in one car, it's this Britney's empty Mercedes. And then behind is a random person with Britney in the back seat. And they were like, well, what are we going to do? So they waited on the side of the road until her husband, Sam Asgari, could come and pick her up. Uh, surprisingly, no pictures of this. No video, no nothing. So I don't know how she did this under the radar, but good for her that she did something. Other than like knowing that the story happened, I'm sure somehow the sources, TMZ or whatever, sniffed around with their police scanners or however they got the story. But to have no video or anything of that, I'm sure there's going to be some closed circuit television from like some highway, freeway cam footage. Who knows? Um, it got me thinking. If you ever run out of gas before, I wanted to talk to you about this. At like 7.45 after Am I the Jerk this morning, I've never in my life ever run out of gas. And I can't wrap my head around the fact that people can run out of gas. Like, I want to know how you run out of gas. How does that happen? There's a gauge in front of you literally telling you how much you have left. I... I have questions, and we'll talk about that at 7.45. Hold on, it's KISS FM. Okay, who's the jerk? 103.7 KISS FM. I still think you're a jerk. You get to be our moral compass. No, wait, you're a jerk. It's Riggs and Alley's Am I the Jerk? Look what you did, you little jerk. Okay. Uh, If you're ever in any sort of moral dilemma, you can always reach out to us. Drop an email, am I the jerk at 1037kissfm.com. Allie and I read them every morning at 7.30 and 9.30. Here's this morning's Am I the Jerk, and this one's uh, a doozy. One of those great moral dilemmas that this guy found himself in. We'll call him Nathan. Uh, Nathan is wondering if he's a jerk for joining a funeral possession, a funeral procession that he did not belong in. Here's his story. He said, I was on my way to an appointment last week when I somehow got in the middle of a funeral procession. I don't know how it happened. I made a right and bang. I was in a line of cars with flashers and they had those magnetic funeral signs and I thought I should probably pull over. But then I thought, wait a minute, I can ride this out and not have to stop at traffic lights for a bit. So we stayed in the line, the funeral possession. Why do I keep saying possession? Stayed in the funeral procession line for eight blocks. Eight blocks. And then he made a right to get to where he was going. So he's wondering, is he a jerk for joining a funeral procession line to skip red lights? I think it's kind of smart. <laughs> but that's just me. It's probably, a, it's very, is it immoral? Absolutely, probably. Absolutely, probably. That's even something you could say. But here, hence the moral dilemma. So it's up to you now. 414-799-1037. You can call or you can text. Is uh, Nathan a jerk? All right, it's just me, Riggs, today. Allie's taken ill. She's not feeling well today. She'll be back tomorrow. So is this guy a jerk? We'll call him Nathan. Is Nathan a jerk? He was driving the other day, found himself in a funeral procession. I don't know how you accidentally get in a funeral procession, but somehow he did. Stuck with it for eight blocks and then got out of it just so he could run lights. Is he a jerk for doing that? 414-799-1037. Let's talk first to Mai, who is in West Dallas. Mai, good morning. Good morning. So what do you think? Is this guy a jerk? Uh, you know, it, I, I understand that it was an accident when he pulled in. Yep. But the fact that he stayed in for eight blocks, yep. I honestly, if it was me and it was my personal loved one that passed away and someone just kind of rode for eight blocks, <laughs> definitely a jerk. My dead father has helped this guy get to sit wherever he's going conveniently. So you think that he's a jerk for doing right. that because he knew what he right. was doing. 
Right. right. Okay. Fair enough. Tension was there. All right. Yeah. We will say that he is a jerk from my. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening in West Dallas this morning. Thank you. Have a good one. Uh, Kelly is in Sussex this morning. Kelly has her own theme song. Kelly, what's up? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for calling and keeping me company when Allie's not here. Yeah. How, how do you feel about this guy getting into a funeral procession and sticking with it for eight blocks? I think he's a jerk. He should have pulled over. And it kind of reminds me of your situation the other day at Summerfest. Oh, yes. When I cut, when I drove up the uh, the bus line. Yes. Pretending like I didn't know I was in the bus line. Yes. So. Yeah, he should have pulled over. Just okay. out of respect. Right. Yeah. It was, you say it was a respect thing. And he yeah. is a jerk. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Appreciate you listening yeah, this morning. Okay. You yeah. have a better day. Melissa is listening also in West Dallas. That's two out of three in West Dallas. Melissa, good morning. Hi, good morning. How do you feel about this guy? Are you going to make it a clean sweep? Is he a jerk for oh, getting in the funeral procession? It's a tough one. So I worked at a funeral home in Brookfield for like five years. Okay. And we have this happen all the time. It was really entertaining to us funeral workers. What was um, What was entertaining? It, I mean, it's silly because you can see the fear on their faces uh, when people right behind you in the mirror. And oh, when people it, accidentally it, get in the line. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or they almost cut it off. It's 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 kind of funny because it, I mean, it looks like they're looking at a dead person in the face. And yeah. Uh, in, in all honesty, the family might really find it pretty interesting. But I, the fact that he came at it with the thought of. Um, skipping traffic lights, uh-huh. I, I would say he's a jerk. Uh-huh. But from the pure entertainment point, I, I think it's hilarious. Um, Let me ask you a question. As someone you've, you said you worked at a funeral home, or yeah, okay. yeah, sure have. Somebody texted in. They said it's morally not great, but honestly, funeral processions drive so slow. So I actually don't think that it helped him out. Do you have to? Do you have to go at a certain speed in a funeral procession? Do you try to go slower? Is it like a parade speed plus ten miles? How? What's the rule on that? I mean, it kind of depends on where you're at. So, like, if you're driving down Capitol, you, you kind of don't really want to go too slow. So, right. Or sometimes they happen on the freeway. You, you'll go freeway speed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. on back streets, you'll, you'll go pretty slow. I mean, maybe 30 miles an hour, 40 at most. Okay. But pretty, pretty slow. The other question, uh, oh, yeah. how do you get a police escort where the police, like, go up and shut the lights down? Does that happen all the time as well, or do you just have to rely um, on you? You know, it can happen, and that is part of the planning process. Okay. And uh, you just communicate with the police department. It's kind of a special request, and it's usually not never an issue as long as you plan it properly. So right. all you got to do is reach out. Okay. And the funeral home usually helps families with that, and it okay. goes pretty smooth. Well, Melissa, do you say do you say that he is a jerk? Yes or no? You find a answer. Um, purely for his reasoning, I would say he's a jerk. Oh, clean sweep on the jerk. All right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for calling up this morning. Thank you. Have a good day. You have a better day. Appreciate you listening. So, yes, if you get in a line at a funeral procession, uh, get out. Just out of respect. It'll be awkward for a second, but it's more awkward if you just stay in it altogether. It's 103.7 KISS FM. 103.7 KISS FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Allie. Just Riggs this morning. I just answered the phone, and she just said, oh, my goodness. Why? What up? Who's this? This is Jess from Kenosha. What up, girl? I'm in shock because it's the first time I dialed. I, this has never happened. I and feel like I should go buy some lottery tickets. <laughs> you, you should. The Powerball just went up to like $480 million. Nobody won yesterday. <laughs> I feel like that means I have less odds. Okay. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> not, not in my favor. I don't know. Jess, I'm glad you called. I have a question for you. Okay. Have you ever run out of gas while driving your car? Or just in general, have you ever ran out of gas? 
Um, yes. What so, happened? I, okay. <laughs> to give my dad some credit, when I was younger, he, like, made it clear that I should never get below half a tank in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, however, I was, like, you know, 16, and I did do that. But the, the fortunate thing was that I had, like, run out right as I, like, got to the gas station. So okay. Basically just, like, so your car was, like, sputtering. It's sputtering as you're pulling into the pump. Yes, and and I was very scared, like, somehow my dad was going to know. Like, do, do dads have a sixth sense for that kind of thing? I don't know. So I was I was super scared, like, <laughs> I was going to break my car. I guarantee but dads have a sixth have sense for that. I have done it since then. Okay. So you've never, that was, I, that was the one time that it happened. That was the one time, yes. I mean, I've gotten pretty close. Um, well, I, I don't mean, understand. I don't know how it can happen to people these days because you've got not only the gas gauge, but my car will tell me how many miles until empty. Like it gives me a range, so I'll know I have 300 miles until empty when I fill up, or it's like 35 miles oh. till empty, and then it says low. Well, so, like, yeah, mine doesn't have that. That would be really nice, actually, super convenient. I feel like people just like it's like Russian roulette. You know, it dings red, and you're like, <laughs> oh well. I think I still have, like, 15 minutes of drive time. I don't know. We'll see. Jess, I've pushed it before. I used to have a car that said it said zero miles to empty, and I was still driving yeah. it to the gas station. And I was like, how is this working? What is happening right now? Right. You're, like, pushing the limits of, of Kias. I don't know. But I was wondering, because Britney Spears ran out of gas on the freeway, and I was I don't understand how someone can run out of gas on the freeway. And I'm wondering if anybody legitimately has that would be willing to call up and explain oh. why. Oh and I'm how? Sorry, I'm not the right person. I don't know how you could do that on the freeway. That would be really. I don't know either, I'm, or yeah, anywhere, or anywhere. I would understand if getting it's close. Gas station, it's all right. Uh huh. Like your your situation, you knew right. that you, you probably knew that you were low, and you were like, "Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, get me there, get me there." I'm like yeah. praying to the gas gods. Yeah, <laughs> the gas gods. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling. And if anybody else, if you have run out of gas, I want to know four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. Why did you run out of gas? I want to know why. Like someone can rationalize it in, in, in my in my brain and make it make sense. Make it make sense. What's up? What's up? It's Riggs and Allie. Just Riggs this morning. Allie is not feeling well, so I was tasked with doing the Hollywood dirt. Usually she does that, and I get in this morning to a Hollywood dirt story about Britney Spears running out of gas on a freeway, and I was like, How does that happen? How do you run out of gas on a freeway? Like. It doesn't make. I can't rationalize it, but it's happened to people. So, when did you run out of gas, and what happened? You can call or text four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. Angel is on her way from a night shift in Milwaukee, driving to Racine. Good morning, Angel. Good morning. Have you ever run out of gas? What happened? Yes, I was on the freeway. This is back when I lived in Kansas, okay. and I ran out of gas because I was absolutely broke. I had just gotten done with living on the streets. Okay. And I just had a job interview where they they said I needed a updated prescription for glasses to be able to work. Okay. And so I had to drive, I think, 80 miles for a same-day appointment with a op- optometrist. And I was on my way home, and I was running out of gas, and I called my boyfriend, and I was just like, I don't think I'm going to make it. And he was like, just get here. We'll fill your car up. When you get here, well, yeah. I was 40 miles out of town uh-huh. before um, when I when I broke down, and I was just like, "Well, bleep." <laughs> yes, bleep, <laughs> right? So you're 40 and, miles away from anything. 
Yeah, because like this this is back in Kansas. It was like all farmland. Oh, dude, there's nothing and in Kansas. Yeah, there, there's nothing but farmland. <laughs> yes, it's like it's like breaking down in Indiana. But so, what happened? Did somebody come out and get you? Your boyfriend came out and met you? Uh, my phone died. Oh my god, Angel! I was really, really bleeped. Wow. Thankfully, down there. People are a little kinder than they are up here, and somebody <laughs> saw me struggling, and they yeah. pulled over, and they had about like uh, one of those little gallon can- gas cans. Yeah. And they put it in my tank, and they told me where the nearest gas station was, and they drove me there to make sure I got gas. That's awesome that you found a good Samaritan like that on the st- stopped on the side of the road. And now I have roadside assistance, so that never <laughs> happens again. <laughs> and you're in a much better place, look financially and everything. I hope, right? Oh yes, good. I work EMS, so I make good money. Good. Well, look at that. You've you went through the tough times to get to now, and now you're look you're doing the night shift. Yep. Nice. Well, the Angel, thank you for sharing your story about running out of gas. That makes sense. <laughs> have a great day. Thank you. Appreciate you listening. Uh, we have Stacy in West Bend. I can't read my own handwriting, Stacy. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Stacy. I hear your mom's got it going on. Yes, actually, she does. I know. know, And all of my uh, guy friends when I was younger all said that as well. Of course. It's a great song. If you don't know it, (laughs) look it up. Fountains of Wayne, a great band. Stacy, have you ever run out of gas before? Um, Actually, a few times. Oh, God. What happened? The worst time? Well, the vehicle I had at the time, the fuel pump sensor was broken. Okay. So I never knew how much gas I had. Oh, so you were always just guessing, driving, unless you knew that you filled it up. Yeah. So one time it actually died in the middle of Capitol Drive. Oh, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Like literally three blocks away from a gas station. And thankfully, a Uh, very lovely police officer uh came to my rescue and pushed my vehicle all the way into a gas station. Oh, they pushed your car three blocks? Look at that. Yes. Nice. And then there was another time I did actually run out of gas on the freeway. Um, And the weather was not the best okay. the day that this happened yeah. and of course I had you know I had to call the cops uh-huh. and the cop was nice enough to you know come to my assistance was it the same the cop could you imagine if it was the same cop oh my <laughs> like, god no you again really oh god, Stacey no. <laughs> so they, they took me to the gas station I bought like they only had like little one gallon freaking cans freaking so gal. I filled that up took it back to my car yeah Still wasn't enough gas, so then the cop had to take me back to the gas station again. <laughs> yeah, Stacy, did you learn? Then did you did you get a new car or a fuel sensor that worked afterwards? I did end up getting the fuel sensor fixed. Right. Like, Six months later. Good. Good. You're in a better situation now, and you won't let that happen again, now, will you? No, I will not. <laughs> Stacy, thanks for listening in West Bend. Appreciate you listening. Yep. Have a great day. Uh, Amy is in Muskego. Last call from Amy in Muskego. Hello. It's good to hear from you, girl. Use your theme song. Uh, Amy, if you run out of gas before... I have, with Where? a car full of kids oh. in Waukesha. Oh, no. Yeah, talk where? about like major mom freak out panic moment. <laughs> where was it? Where was it at? And what happened? I was on Grand Avenue and I was going up a hill. Okay. And Ooh. this time I had an older model car where it didn't have you know the mileage and you know, the range and everything. Yeah. I'm going up this hill and all of a sudden I start stuttering 
And I'm like, what's going on? Because my gas gauge says I have half a tank, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, apparently not. My gas gauge was broken. Really? So I'm, yeah. <laughs> so I'm stuttering up this hill, and all of a sudden we just come to a dead stop. Oh, man. And we start rolling backwards. I'm like, oh, crap, 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 crap. <laughs> so I drop her in the park right away. We're in the middle of the road, throwing my hazards on. I'm like, what is going on? So I ended up calling my girlfriend. I was like, I have a feeling I'm out of gas. Because uh-huh. even though it says my gas gauge is at half a tank, I just feel like a stutter like that. And it was, my dad, it was for sure the gas. It wasn't anything it else. It was, oh. yeah. My dad taught me well. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm like, yep, that's, a, that's an empty gas stutter popping <laughs> up the hill like that. Did but you at he- first. Did you hear, I know it wasn't your fault, but did you hear your dad's voice in your head going, Let's, come did. on, come like, on, Amy. <laughs> yep. He's like, Amy Lynn, what the age? What's going on? <laughs> Amy, thanks, yeah. so much. thanks for calling this morning. Of course, honey. You have a good day. You have a better day. Appreciate you listening this morning. Yep. See, everybody okay. runs out of gas more than I thought. I just, I, I've never done it, and I hope it never happens to you or me or anybody else, but it did happen to Britney Spears, and that's, what got me talking about Ooh, it? Ooh, I love something with delicious irony. It's 103.7 Kiss FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Allie. No Allie today, just me, Riggs. Uh, I was I always find interesting stories about irony. Like when you have an ice cream called Chocolate to Die For, that's the literal name of this ice cream. It's made by this company in Kansas City called Belfonte. Apparently, they have this new flavor called Chocolate to Die For that will literally kill some people because they failed to mention on the label or any of the packaging that the ice cream contains peanuts. And anybody that knows anyone with peanut allergies knows how insane that can be and how horrible it can be to somebody with peanut allergies. That's why anything that has peanuts says made where peanuts are packaged or something. Because some people are as sensitive to peanut allergies where like the dust from peanuts will get them like into anaphylactic shock. So they had to totally recall this stuff. Uh, the FDA had to post an alert about it on their website yesterday. And all the cartons were sold at uh, some stores in like Missouri and Tulsa. Nothing here. But it just was very ironic that the name of the chocolate or the name of the ice cream was chocolate to die for and it could literally kill people so a very big mistake on their part they've clearly apologized and say they will not let it happen again very naughty ice cream company naughty naughty you should tell people when there's peanuts hey, what's up? Hi. What's up? Hi. this is on the tv to the movie screen and everywhere in between this is the hollywood dirt with ally uh, ally's taken ill today so it's just me and you and Travis Barker, we talked about this, I think, last week or the week before. It was almost last month when he went to the hospital. They rushed him there. He had pancreatitis, and everybody was freaking out what was wrong. They didn't know. They found out it was pancreatitis. We didn't know if it was something that he could just quickly recover from, if there were more issues. Uh, apparently, he's doing just fine because this, uh, what was it, last night in Los Angeles, Machine Gun Kelly, he was here just a couple weeks ago for Summerfest when he brought his mainstream sellout toward a town. He was in Los Angeles, and and uh, during the set, he does a surprise where he goes, uh, I've got a special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, Travis Barker. I can't do a Machine Gun Kelly impression, but Travis Barker comes out and plays drums on a couple songs. So clearly doing well, doing much better, Travis Barker. So that was kind of a nice surprise. The other surprise, they brought Machine Gun Kelly in via a helicopter. Did he? I, I didn't see him at Summerfest. If, if you were there at the Machine Gun Kelly show... 
Did he arrive via helicopter? Is that how he does makes an entrance? Because if so, that's awesome. That's such a cool way to just like lowering yourself down from a helicopter. Probably dangerous, but who cares? But so Machine Gun Kelly brings out Travis Barker. Travis Barker doing just fine. I'm sure his wife is doing well as well, and she's happy that Travis is back out banging on the drums. Hey, it's uh, Riggs from Riggs and Alley in the morning. Well, it's both of us normally. Allie's not well today. She took the day off sick, so it's just you and me hanging out. It's gonna be. A little bit warmer today than it was yesterday, but not too overwhelmingly hot yet. Um, and I have a question about your air conditioner. If I were to tell you, if I came to your house, or if you were at my house, and I told you, hey, will you run to the thermostat, and will you turn the AC up, what would you, what would you take that as? If I said to turn the AC up, would you mean that you, would you make it cooler, or would you make it warmer? It was this interesting survey I was reading about how people refer to the air conditioner, that if people say they want it warmer when they say to turn it up, as in turn the temperature of the AC up from like 68 to 72 or whatever, most people would say that. Like People were in the overwhelming majority. Like 62% of people said up means warmer, down means cooler. But there was still a group of people, reverse humans, who said that the opposite, that up means actually cooler, because you were turning the AC up and cranking it up, therefore making it cooler. Like, turn up the AC, let's get, let's get it cooler in here. So, I guess you could go either way, but it's one of those weird things that I was like, eh, this is interesting, maybe I'll throw this out and see if anybody had something to say about it. Have you ever even thought about it? Or maybe you just say, change the temperature. That seems to be a lot easier. Like, hey, it's at 68, will you change to 70? So, what do you say? How do you refer to it when you're turning up or turning down the AC? Does it matter to you? Did you even think about it? I'm, I'm curious. 414-799-1037. You can use that number to call, or you can text. You could also just call and say, I've never thought about this before. Is this the kind of stuff that keeps you up at night? And the answer to that question is yes. Yes, it does. He was just a ghost at Summerfest because he wasn't there. He had to postpone. And thank you, Justin Bieber, for sending me and the rest of the world down a rabbit hole about Ramsey Hunt syndrome. No idea what it was until he had it. So he's doing better now, by the way. He's out on the boat, living his life, hopefully coming back soon. I was talking about your AC in your house. When it when somebody says to you, Will you turn up the AC? Does that mean you want it cooler or you want it warmer? You can call or you can text the number 414-799-1037. It's just me, Riggs, this morning. Uh, Allie's not feeling well. So let's go to Tim and Fredonia this morning. Haven't heard from Tim in a while. What's up, dude? What's going on, dude? You know, the thing with Bieber, it doesn't matter how much money you have or anything right. like that. Uh -huh. You know, the yeah. 2,000 degrees, it don't matter. Yep, you know? everybody's, so. he's a human being too, you know? Exactly. Hey, so, if we, like, leave for vacation, uh -huh. people say, hey, turn, turn the air conditioning up. That means turn the temperature up so when you're not home, it doesn't go all the way down to 72. You set it to 78. That's right. what that means. Okay. Anybody think things differently, they're stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> there, apparently, there are people that think the opposite. They're like, turn the AC up means to crank the AC up, as in start blasting no. it and make it cooler. No. No. There's got to be human, you know. Okay. So. <laughs> well, we'll see if somebody out there is like that. But I, You I, say I, it I, means I, warmer, though. And I'll try and get three, uh, through four more days so I can get my own theme song in. Hell yeah, you know? man. I'll go write your name on our list. It's a it's a blank board right now, so I'll put you up there. Tim. I'm going to call for any BS reason then, you know? Yes. <laughs> any reason, dude. Any reason. It doesn't matter. See you, Rick. Take care, man. See you, dude. Take Have care, a good buddy. one. Uh, let's talk to Brandy in Muskego. Or Muskego driving to Stalas or Stalas driving to Muskego? 
was driving the Muskego. That's what it was. I got them flipped, flip flop, reversed. No, you're good. Brandy, what do you think about uh, when someone tells you to turn up the AC? Does that mean cooler or warmer? For me, it's warmer. Okay. But I grew up in an Italian German home where my dad would be like, turn the temperature up. Uh huh. So to us, that's how we take it. Now that I work at a daycare, uh, we have 19 of us, and all of us think of it as something different. Right. And we've gotten to the point where we're like, just just tell us if you want it warmer or you want it colder in your room. That makes sense. Warmer or colder. Just say that. Say exactly. what you mean and mean sense. what you say. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks for listening this morning, Brandy. Have a great day. You have a better day. We'll talk to you soon. Vicky is in Kenosha, who is quite possibly the most excited person I've ever talked to on the show. <laughs> well, hi. Good morning, Riggs. So, uh, good morning. I actually am with Tim in the idea that I have always grown up saying, you know, turn the AC up uh-huh. and, you know, that... I- Right, what everyone else thinks. Yes. But I actually have gotten into fights uh, with my husband when we first started living together. He was previously an HVAC te- technician. Okay. And so he would often tell me, because I'd get home from work earlier than him, hey, babe, you know, turn the AC up. And he means make it colder. He wants you to crank that bad boy. So that's, and he's the one. He's the opposite then. He's the guy. He's, he's the, the guy. guy. So he's the guy. And so we would get into fights about it uh-huh. because I would, I would be like, oh, turn it up. Gotcha. Gotcha. You want it nice and toasty. And he's like, what are you doing? Right. This is the worst. I have, you know, this isn't what I wanted. So, okay. so yeah, it's, it's a point of debate in our own house. However, I know in this case that I'm actually wrong. So <laughs> You're wrong? <laughs> it's clear to me. Yeah, it, it's happened before. So, <laughs> so he what he does? Oh, what is, is did he say? He you're wrong because he works in H HVAC and that's the yeah, proper yeah, term. Yeah, exactly. He said that I was wrong because it wasn't what he wanted, but uh, <laughs> also that yeah, that was the proper term that you wanted to crank. What you had to turn it up. You want to make it colder. Is that what it is then? I wonder if other yeah. HVAC people can back that up, or if I he's just know, BSing you to try to be right. Right? <laughs> it's very, very possible. It's very possible. Yes, he could be pulling yeah. that on you. All right, Vicky. Well, thank you so much for calling up this morning. Yeah. Thanks. Have a great day. Have a better day. Appreciate you listening. Good morning, Kiss FM. Who's this? Hello? Hey, turn down your radio, please. What's your name? Danny. Danny. Where are you calling from? Well, I live in Muskego, but I'm calling from uh, Kenosha. No problem, dude. So when I say someone tells you to turn the AC up, does that mean you want it cooler or warmer? Well, I disagree with everybody. I'm with the HVAC guy because if I get in your car, if you get in my car and it's hot, I got the AC on it. It's dribbling out. What are you going to tell me? Crank up the AC. Right. Turn it up, right? Ah. Oh, I'm, I'm hearing a different side of things now. From That that changes my perspective on it, too, because I understand why people would say to turn up the AC. You want to... Now, if I say turn up the heat, right. it's a warm-up, right? But if I say turn down the heat, you turn it down, right? Right. So why would it be any different for the AC? Do you work in HVAC? Nope. Okay. Have. <laughs> you have before. So that's interesting. Two people in a row from HVAC that would say that it's the opposite than what everybody yeah. else says. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling up this morning, dude. Appreciate you listening. Radio? What's that? that? What's that? Be on the radio? You're on the radio right now. What are you talking about? Really? Oh, <laughs> yes. well, if anyone's listening, big TD and air conditioning. That's my boy. <laughs> oh, there you go. Really? Using it. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling. Thank you, brother. See ya. 103.7 Kiss FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Allie. Just Riggs this morning. Allie's not well. She's not feeling so well. So I said, stay home. Leave it at home. I don't want that sickness in here. It's not COVID, we don't think, but she'll be back probably tomorrow. So, you ever have trouble falling asleep at night? Like, some things you can do to fall asleep. Some people like a fan running. Some people like to turn the AC up or crank up the AC. <laughs> some people some people listen to, like, meditation music or, like, 
Uh, binaural music is really popular for people to fall asleep to. Like binaural is like very like spacey kind of trans transcendental. I don't even know how to explain it. Look it up. Binaural. B i n a u r a l. I don't know how to spell it, but binaural music. You can ask like a smart speaker to play it, and it's relaxing. But there are actually songs that science has researched, and they found out that there are a bunch of songs of different genres too: rock songs, uh, pop songs, hip hop. songs. Songs that have similar qualities, tempos, and energies to lullabies that babies fall asleep to. So there are three songs that you can listen to, according to science, that'll make you fall asleep. Do you want to know what they are? I will play them for you. A little clip of them, each one. So the first one is "Your Song" by Elton John. My gift is my song. Yeah. This one's for you. It's not bad. The other one is Billie Eilish. I love you. And Post Malone with Sway Lee, Sunflower. What? That's great. Like, those are the three songs that are the most likely to make you fall asleep. If you listen to them while you're trying to take a nap, or maybe later tonight when you're going to sleep, I don't know. Try it out. I might try Sunflower by Post Malone. But there's other songs on there as well, like Same Love by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis was up there uh, in the hip-hop category. Nonstop by Drake. Uh, Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. Nobody's going to go to sleep the Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. If you've heard Gucci Gang by Lil Pump, that is not a nighttime song. That is like a turn-up song. You know what I mean? I wish I had a clip of that. I didn't even see that on the list. Gucci Gang by Lil Pump is not a... Who are these scientists? I want to I want to see these scientists and meet them in a room and say, who who are you to put Lil Pump on a list like that? So again, Elton John, your song, Billie Eilish, I Love You, Post Malone, Sunflower. If you're looking to take a snooze later, pop your earbuds in and listen to those. It's Kiss FM. This will wake you up, though. It's Doja. Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings. And always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com.